2: The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Blue moon,
1: you saw
2: me standing Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothman back in the chair. And following the disastrous start to the season for the Blues and Liverpool's confirmation as this season Premier League champions, we'll discuss the humiliating draw away at Wolves... And look forward to Newcastle United at home So to discuss that and lots more I welcome three guests One has a very respectable 1,275 followers on Twitter Another has a very impressive 17,500 followers on Twitter And another Can't even spell the word Twitter Never heard of it Why don't you do it? It's
0: for youngsters isn't
2: it? It's for young people is yeah. it? That's yeah. the, the, the voice of the non-Twitter man Tony Newgrosh, welcome
0: I prefer listening to my gramophone if it's all the same with you
2: that's fine. So, gramophone for you all yep. day long. Very impressive, Stephen Allwise. 17,500 followers on Twitter. That's, that's impressive.
1: Thank you, but I've never heard of a gramophone, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it, something that I can learn. All will become clear. <laughs> it's what you play your 78s on,
0: yeah?
2: Yes. Okay. And the other popular, Lisa Rabinovitz. Welcome back.
3: Thank you. Clearly not as popular as some, though.
2: Indeed. The Man City Show is back for the season by Ladbrooks. Go to bet.citypodcast.net for all the latest odds
1: and offers. Uh, Stephen, can we start at Molyneux
2: and your thoughts on why we didn't leave with all three
1: points? Because I think we were quite unlucky, actually. Um, So I saw you at the game um, and coming away from it, it almost felt like a defeat because our expectations are so high that as soon as we drop points in any game, especially when it's not the top six and, and you expect to win it, it just feels quite deflating. And yet, I think we played okay. I think we did enough to win. I think, and I know a lot of the reaction after the match has been about how good Wolves were and how they've set the blueprint for teams to play against us and attack us, get the ball down, pass the ball. Um, and, and fair play, they did do that, unlike most teams, especially newly promoted sides who sit back. But, you know, we, we've hit the woodwork three times. We've had a penalty not awarded when it should have been, we've missed a series of chances that normally we'd be more ruthless with, and their goal shouldn't have stood. And so if that game had finished 3 or 4-1, I don't think that scoreline would have flattered us too much.
2: But it didn't, Lisa. And you were kind of shaking your head at Stevens, sort of talking about the the Wolves' blueprint and so on. You, you, don't, you don't agree with that? You don't get no, that?
3: No, no, no. I was agreeing with him. I don't think that they've set some blueprint to... Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Perhaps I'm misunderstanding. Um, yeah, I don't think they've set some blueprint of how to... Well, you were just shaking your head. I wasn't sure what you... I don't think that is what they've done. I, I mean, I, I can't disagree with what Stephen said, but I think we were well below par. Um, and unfortunately, it was almost all of them. Um, and I think this happened... It didn't happen... Almost, I don't think it happened at all last season. Um, and if it did, it was probably in cup matches. But um, the season before that, this happened quite frequently mm. and and it, it concerned me then I'm less concerned now if it happens again I might change my mind but um, it, was, it wasn't it was a case of one player had a bad day it was pretty, like I said it was pretty much all of them and when that happens well that's going to impact any team um, and I think so then what Stephen's saying yes we, if we had won it no one would have said oh, City didn't deserve that but if if even two or three of them had been having a better day I think we would have won it I think it's as
2: simple as that. Well. So, so, we were unlucky, Stephen says. Is, is that right? Or do you agree with what Lisa says? Or the kind of bit of both?
0: Yeah, no, I think a bit of both. And also, perhaps just a little bit of complacency there. Perhaps there wasn't quite the desire to finish off Wolves as there should have been. If we'd been 3 0 up, no one would have cared if we didn't get a penalty or if they hadn't punched the ball into the back of the net or if they hadn't all come off the woodwork. So we should have finished them off. Hopefully it'll be just a little wake-up call to them all that kill off teams, then you can showboat, slow down uh, and give the opposition a bit of the ball. But we should have won, could have won.
2: We'll be all right. But, but credit to Wolves, and, and just picking up on what Stephen said, you have got to give credit. I'm not suggesting either that the a the, the blueprint there, but they got it right, didn't they, in terms of their tactics and the way they played and they played with pace and they shut us down. And, and they didn't sit back, did they, and sort of say, well, look, you know, we'll just put 11 men behind the ball like some teams might. No, you?
0: then they certainly didn't try and kick us off the pitch either. Oh, it, was okay. a, it was a
2: good game of football and they
0: did what they could. Yes, we had, I think, 71% of possession and probably should have done a little bit more with it. But no, I thought they were a real credit and apart from punching the ball into the back of the net, they should be very proud of everything they did that day.
2: You say that, but nobody on the pitch. Did any City player at any point go to the referee saying he's punched? No, they didn't in real time and even sitting where we sat Stephen I have to say probably the best away seats of any, any ground I've been to I was on the halfway line five rows back it's unbelievable I sitting as well I they think do. the
1: players were appealing maybe for offside yeah. mm-hmm. you didn't see anyone and no. I didn't pick it up live I don't think the players picked up the handball No. Um, it, it's unfortunate that happens and people will say VAR should be brought in and, and you think well yeah, we're unlucky to concede that goal and um, I agree with Lisa, I don't think we were anywhere near our best and yet it it shows how good we are against a team who played well and we're not at our best and we still created full of chances Mm. and should have scored more I I don't think it was necessarily complacency Um, I just don't think we played great and I I think we probably started a bit slowly and, and found it tough to really stamp our authority on the game and play with pace, completely by what Lisa said, it felt Two years ago, the mm. first half especially was was just quite slow and predictable. but I, I don't think I would necessarily say that's complacency. I, it was just an off day for me.
2: Would you say that anybody had a worse day? I mean, if I can just throw company's name there. I mean, a couple of errors. Is that the first sign of him saying, look, you know, he's 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 ageing, he's past his best? Having said last week, of course, we were saying how fantastic to see him play 90 minutes and he's back to his best. But it, it, are you concerned about someone like company who, who did show some signs of, of maybe not being at his best?
3: Yeah, he didn't look like I said none of them did he probably looked a little bit worse but maybe it the only thing it's a sign of is probably playing that formation I'd go for stones over company but if they're playing all three of three of them I'm not concerned I mean I'm I'm also forgetting Ottomendi and all of this which is kind of rude but um I'm not I mean it it would like say I thought actually I thought Silver was awful a lot of the talk on social media was not about Silver because he seems to escape a lot of that and obviously it's not to say he's, he's not a great player but I thought he had a particularly bad game um for him and yeah I'm not going to sit here worrying about Silver. I just you know for all of them I think what Tony said it is I think it should act as a bit of a wake-up call whether it was complacency or not I think it should in some ways in that respect we didn't lose and we should be grateful that it happened early on in the season and we can you know, if there is anything creeping in, like complacency, then you can do something about it. Um, I don't know. Look, the, whatever's, whatever they're deciding about company, um, I don't think it's going to have changed on that one game. But I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play at the weekend. Yeah.
0: I think the biggest surprise for me, or worry, was, was Mendy. Because we talked last week, didn't we? We said he hasn't really been tested defensively. And he was tested. And quite frankly, he came a bit short, in my opinion. He looked a little bit slow getting back. He looked great going forward. But I think if I was an opposing manager, that is exactly where I would attack this team. And that's something we'll have to address, not just him, but the centre-halves as well.
1: And I think that's, that's spot on. And I think it was quite similar against Arsenal first game of the season. We got away with it to a degree because we'd scored the goals that meant you didn't really focus on Mendy. But he is such a threat going forward. But in, in a similar vein to Kolarov, where defensively was in the wrong position, didn't seem willing to track back as quickly as he bombed forward. Um, And I think it meant Laporte had to come across and cover a couple of times, which left space. Um, Another one I'd throw into the mix, um, and I seem to do this every time I'm on the podcast, is Gundogan. I'm not sure quite what he offers, especially when Bernardo has been so good in the middle. I I was surprised to see him start out wide um, and then get taken off when I thought he was the best of a fairly mediocre bunch um, so there's there's areas we can improve and and I agree with the guys it's it's good it's come this early in the season and we didn't lose and you know it'll act as a, a kick up the backside.
2: Stephen touched on, or maybe it was you, Tony, touched on sort of penalties and stuff and VAR and so on. Um, your thoughts on, on the penalties and the penalty shouts, both sort of stonewall penalties, or you've seen them not given? What, what category were, were, were they in, would you say?
0: You'd have been disappointed if they'd been given against you, wouldn't you? Now, you kind of hope in 90 minutes decisions will either out, and often if a referee doesn't give one, he'll give the second penalty if he's not sure. It would have been nice. To get a soft penalty when you've seen the ball punched into the back of the net. Well, but you're absolutely right. Nobody noticed at the time. It wasn't picked up on the TV. I think the linesman should have spotted it. But there you go. It happens over a season. But it just wasn't our day. You'd have hoped for one penalty, one to go in off the bar. What a save, to be fair, for the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah. And that was also, I think it's fair to say, Sterling's only meaningful contribution in the whole game. So we could have lost. Reminded me also a bit of Bournemouth last year where we snuck it in the last minute. Mm. Early days. Hopefully, well, we've still got seven points, exactly where we were this time last season, we'll still win it by 19, I'm sure.
2: Why is it so difficult for teams, Lisa, do you think, to win back-to-back titles? Is it nine, what is it, nine, ten years since it's actually happened? And it's well documented, isn't it? People always talk about it. It's going to be tough for City this year. And listen, I know we're only three games in. You know, we're <laughs> talking about the title's already gone and I made a, a joke at the beginning about Liverpool's title and so on. But your your thoughts on why, why is it difficult for teams who are as good as City are, they've strengthened, If you know, if anything, they've strengthened the squad uh, with Mares coming in, you know, Pep's had another, another season in English football, you know, so, so should it not be easier for teams? Why, why is, why is it so difficult for teams to do it back to back, do you think?
3: Well, let's hope they've got a bunch of psychologists on this because I'm sure it's, men- a lot of it is mental, but, um, because the high of, especially the, what we did last season as well, and, and then then the the kind of emotional and mental come down from that is is, is going to have an impact on anyone however much you talk about wanting to keep the momentum going and, and but that's what they've that's what they've got to work on and it, it, and it might be that your level just drops because it's like the release of a lot of pressure and tension and getting to that and it, it's not intentional and it it just happens and there has to be there has to be something uh, okay, I don't have an analysis of all the teams that haven't managed to um, maintain, uh, haven't managed to defend their title the, um, ends in next year. But maybe sometimes it is that they lose players, but the play- some players are a year older, so they're not as effective as they were. You know, some of them have just reached their peak and that was it that year. There's there probably a lot of reasons, but I think a lot of it is probably mental.
2: Has a view from a blue got a view? See what did they?
3: Yeah, very clever. Um... I th- I think
1: part of it is is mental and, and the fact once you've scaled the peak of winning the league for many players that's the thing they've dreamed of forever um, and I'm sure it's very tough to then go again the next year with the same levels of determination partly I think it's probably down to signings and you, know, you look at City the two years previously when we've won it we've not really strengthened the year after and other teams have done I think was it the first year we won the league and Mancini wanted Hazard and we ended up with scott sinclair and jack rodwell and and mycon i think that year um and other teams spend big to catch you up whereas i think the difference this year and, and they all, all the players say the right thing company has said it a couple of times have you seen the same hunger and and the same desire and and we're not going to fall into the trap we have done previously um so you, you're hopeful that pep will instill that same oomph into them um We've we've only bought one player. Whether or not that comes back to bite us a little bit as we we move from one game a week to three, we'll see. But it's it's going to be a challenge. But I, maybe not by 19 points as Tony said, but double figures. Add backers.
2: Others say Liverpool've got this title nailed on now. They've they've invested brilliantly. They've got a fantastic manager. We're complacent, um, and they're going to turn it around. And certainly, they're riding high at the moment.
0: You know what, they really annoy me, Liverpool (laughs) fans. What did Noel Gallagher describe him last day? Emotionally insecure, I think. They've they've proved nothing so far. They've been serial chokers in every final they've been in. They struggled to beat Brighton this week. Yes, good luck to them. They've won three games, but let them prove it. If they win it, they deserve it. But at the moment, they've won absolutely nothing. And they've won, what, one Champions League in 30-odd years, and they are the uh, masters of Europe, apparently. We'll see. I think they will give us more of a challenge than last year. But we are still the team to beat and should be treated with respect. As certain people would tell us. Who,
2: who else do you see? Who, who, who else do you see as being title contenders? Watford. Troy Dean is Watford. Do you see them being a, a, a title challenger?
0: Well, it's interesting. They started very well last year, didn't they? And I think if they'd beaten us when we went to Vicarage Road, uh, they'd have gone top. And we stuffed them six nil, and the rest is history, as they say. No, I don't think they'll quite be up there. They might be above a certain other team in Manchester, but uh, let's hope so. Um, Spurs have started well. I can't see they've got the strength in depth. Even if you looked at their bench this week, it was very mediocre. Uh, God forbid Kane gets injured, I think they're done for. Chelsea have, I think, surprised people with their start. I don't see they've got enough goals. No, two-horse race for
2: me. Two-horse race for you, Stephen?
1: Yeah, I think in order it will be City, Liverpool, Chelsea.
3: Yeah, I can't disagree with that.
2: All right. Well, we should look forward to the weekend as well. Uh, before we do that, we'll take a quick break. The Man City show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. Before we look forward to the gaming against Newcastle the weekend, is it five, 5.30 kick-off on Saturday? Uh, City have just announced the three players... Uh, who have been nominated for August uh, Play of the Year. And, and I've got them in front of me. It's quite interesting my three guests were not aware of their names. So do anybody want to hazard a guess of who those three might be?
3: Yes, I'll, I'll hazard on, a guess. Bernardo, Aguero and Laporte. They would be my three.
1: OK. Uh,
2: Stephen, do you want to change? Because it's not right, I can say. So it's, uh, it's the incorrect well, I, I, answer. I saw
1: one of the names on Twitter. Um, I would agree with Elisa. I think those three should. But I, I know that Mendy is is up for the vote.
2: OK. And, you, and, and do you want to add anything before I uh, reveal the three names?
0: No, no, I can see why Mendy's there for his Huddersfield performance. I think that vote might have been taken before the game at the weekend. Uh, Aguero certainly will be up there for his hat-trick. Uh, and Bernardo, I think, has uh, surprised us also so far. Well, before so I reveal
2: it, I want to go back to Lisa. What's your problem with Mendy then, in terms of you're shaking your head? Every time his name's mentioned, you're shaking your head. You've got your head in your hands. You're you know, beating your chest and banging your head on the, on the, on the table here. So, so Close, what's your problem? Yeah. He is just one of the like, nominations, I okay, will tell you fine. now.
3: fine. And, and yes, he had a great performance against, against Huddersfield. He's a left-back.
2: He's not. I'm is concerned
3: it? about his defending.
2: He's not. He's a wing-back.
3: No, if you hear Pep in All or Nothing, he's a left-back. We weren't playing with left-backs all of last season. It was terrible. We're really missing Mendy. He's a left-back. So it's not just me who says that. Um, I'm just very concerned. And I don't think that one great performance has providing assists and and then not actually showing back, would you? your... you'd have color off but no you? and I don't hate mendy and I didn't hate color he just drove me insane <laughs> i just i just think it's, it's it's a bit like when aguero gets the man of the match because he scored two goals it's not really thinking about the overall contribution it's just seeing one thing all
2: right well the three nominations that we can all vote on of course are aguero benjamin mendy and bernardo silva so would we be going for Bernardo Silva yes. around oh, this table? I'd give it Mendy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, just to wind me up. I'd give it yeah. to Bernardo. I think the one thing on Mendy, I know we, we spoke before the break as well, Pep doesn't view defenders as defenders. They're oh, not no. there to, to exactly. block and throw their way, body in the way of a ball. Mendy offers so much going forward that will benefit us. And, and as we said, he's not been perfect defensively no. and he'll improve. But in the same way that Stones and Laporte are in the team because they can pass the ball... That's the thought, and the keeper is there because he can pass the ball. That's the first and foremost thought in in Pep's mind, I think.
3: Oh, and he, from what he was saying, if in, there's the one thing I did take from All or Nothing that I really didn't know before, he is he's probably going to be one of the first names on the team sheet Mendy. I'm, mm. I'm absolutely certain of that. But I think that in situations like we had against Wolves and Arsenal, that the the guys have already mentioned that that maybe either we we are better suited with the three at the back because Laporte gets pulled out to to cover him or, and as I've said previously, it's going to be the rest of the team really have to adapt to it a bit better because they are going to have to do, there's going to have to be a lot more work in that area and that's another reason I think Sano maybe isn't playing as much but we can come on to that another time.
1: He was, Sano was awful. Awful. <laughs> absolutely abysmal in his five-minute cameo against Wolves. You could see from that why Pep's not been starting him, especially if the rumours about his training and pre-season are correct?
2: What rumours are these? Just, just he share he for those back that maybe haven't. a week
1: heard. late, didn't look sharp in pre-season training. Wasn't mm. as fit as he should be. Um,
3: it's a shame.
2: A great talent. We've talked about him before, John. Before we talk about Newcastle, do you want to uh, say anything about Sane? That's not been said already.
0: Is kid, isn't he? He'll be back. He'll be all right. No doubt the World Cup put his nose a bit out of joint, and I think if there's anyone who can man- manage him round, it's probably Pep. So we do have the luxury of plenty of other players who can fill that role in the meantime. But uh, we do need him, don't we? Adds something different. He's very direct, pretty quick, quicker than even Mendy. Dare I say, uh, he'll be back.
2: So, Newcastle then at the, at the weekend, Thought, thoughts on that? We demoralised them last season in the, in the sort of fixture at uh, the Etihad. We did, didn't we?
0: And I can't remember how many consecutive wins is it we've had against Newcastle now in the league. I think it's about a dozen, isn't it? They are yeah. our, our banker team. I ice, all Lisa's and, looking worried
2: now. And not
0: and say have, things
3: like that.
2: <laughs> people have said it's kind of the perfect fixture for us, you know, following uh, dropping points at Molyneux. They would say that, wouldn't they? That this is kind of a, you know, a good fixture for us to to play someone like a Newcastle. We have a good track record against who we're expected to beat at home. I think it'd be fair to say we will have the
0: majority of the possession.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: so I, d- I don't think they'll be doing a Wolves and, no. and having a go at us. No.
0: We've
2: got a slightly different prospect. You think sort of more, more buses being parked? You think uh, I suspect and. Yes. Uh, different type of team maybe as well to break that down more the sort of team we had in the previous game I would you have reckon? thought it
3: would be I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was three, the three side we played wing back, against Huddersfield yeah
2: the little
0: ones I
3: mean maybe we'd play Walker I, d- I, d- I don't know but yeah, I can imagine it would be more like that setup.
0: You he might give Edison the night off as well mightn't he I mean he might as well protect our, our only decent keeper now oh, we, we won't need him do you,
2: seriously? Do you think in a... No. No, mean, he not no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be silly. Of course not. You got me there. Uh, so predictions of score then at the weekend? I know you, you love doing this, Stephen. Uh...
1: If if we score within the first 20 minutes, 4-0. Otherwise, 2-0. I think
2: so. we look we look back on these, you see, and so we we judge you at the end of the season of how accurate your predictions are. Well, been, I'm
3: in so. trouble already then. Um, I think, I, I agree with Stephen, I think we have to score...
2: We have to score reasonably to win, yeah. early. Oh, right. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs>
3: um, well, that's why uh, yeah, we have on to week. Week. You're <laughs> on every week. This is why. I, the I am the Michael Owen of the Man City show. Um, no. Um, we, if we have to score reasonably early for it to get to what I think it might finish, more like 5-1. Um, but if we don't, I think it'd be more like 3 or 2-1. I think we'll concede. Okay. I'm
2: quietly confident. Uh, you always are. You've got that cheery confident, chirpy, wow. cheeky, chappy look about you tonight. You've got that, that yes. mischievous look across your eyes. Yes. which It's
0: called drugs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think we'll do all right. They're playing some in midweek, aren't they? Against tonight. Against in the League Cup, yeah, which won't help them either, although they'll rest a few. So, there for the taking, 5-1 Man City. Oof. Thank you very much. Five goals. Very good.
2: Uh, yeah, well, let us know what you think uh, on Twitter. We're, we're at City Podcast, of course. Let us know what you think in terms of the looking forward to the game against Newcastle. We also have something else to look forward to, of course, which is the Champions League draw, which takes place in Monaco, I think, uh, Thursday night, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in pot one with all the other champions. And uh, can anybody? You're an accountant. Now, here we go. You're a, can you explain the coefficient to me? How does this work? How, I have no idea. How this works. I'm I'm really. I haven't warned you of this question, but you can now explain how this draw is going to work. We're in pot one. Who, who, who might we play? They draw balls out the hat. Yeah.
0: And whoever's name you get, that's it. That's it. I have no idea. <laughs> I have to say, it was always my bugbear, the way the seedings used to work. Cause yeah. It was always biased
2: against us and they
0: finally got it right. We, we are champions and we should be pot one. We are. So well done
2: UEFA for finally getting yeah, that in, right. We're with Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona. Well, that's a Bayern tough group, Munich, Munich, isn't it? Bayern Munich. <laughs> 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 Bayern Munich, Juventus, Paris Saint-Germain and Locomotive Moscow that's the that's pot 1 um, but but thoughts about the champions league so obviously know. i don't think they know i don't think, don't think even they have announced how the, how the, the the draw is going to work actually yet is what i read somewhere so i don't even
1: know that are the coefficients done on points accrued over like three it's or the previous season i think it's five,
2: i think it's 5 years being serious i think it's over 5 years and then if actually. you're
1: champions of one of the top Seven leagues. Yeah. I think you're going to pot one plus the winners of last year's competition. There's, there is a structure and a logic to it. Of um,
2: I'm being slightly flippant, Stephen. I'm sure you understand that, which I do occasionally. I, I thought
1: go. you were going to say facetious, which is one of only two words in the English language to have all five vowels in the correct order. <laughs> and the others are? See if you can tell us at City Podcast. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Listener engagement. Um, surprised to see three Spanish teams in pot one. Which presumably means we—I don't know who the fourth Spanish team in the group stage are, but um, Valencia apparently. So we're told. Um, so who knows? We this would be a better podcast if we were recording on Friday after it, the draw. Of course it would, uh, but we're just talking about oh. it. In terms of uh, God, on, no one
3: will want to play us. No one's going to want to draw us. I think that is fair to say. I mean, like we've we've spent years. Hoping we don't get whoever, but for once, all the people, all the teams, and all the other parts will be thinking, "I hope we don't get Manchester City." That's quite nice.
2: It is, but we've got to win it, haven't we? Really?
3: No, we don't have to. No. I mean it would be nice. We well, just have to. We, we just, have to, we just it. have to. When afford.
2: have we? So when have we? Let's let's let's. We just have, have, have to avoid Liverpool. So when have we got to win it? If it's not this year, actually, when it starts to be, hold on a minute. Actually, you haven't succeeded. It's a bit of a failure. It's you've invested but, all this money. Okay. When have we got to win it? If it's not this year.
3: I just think, think it depends on your point of view. If you said to me, you can win the Premier League for the next three seasons and not win the Champions League, I'd be happy with that. But I'm not the owner of the club. But I, I don't, and I don't know that every fan would agree with me, but I would be happy with that. I mean, I'd probably want us to win the FA Cup as well, somewhere along the line. Wouldn't just be happy with that. But mm. it, if, it, if it came down to a choice between those two, for me, it's, the league, it's always the league. So if
2: we kept winning the league and won, won the odd domestic trophy along the way... As far as you're concerned, the Champions League is is not not important that we win I'd like us to
3: get to the final. I mean, once you're there, you want to win it. But if, you know, I think we need to progress a bit in it. But I appreciate that it's, it's like any cup competition. It's, It's far less, it says less about you than winning a league. Because you've performed wonderfully over a very long period of time to win a league. In any cup competition, anything can happen.
2: Yeah, but it's the best of Europe. It's a totally different... It's on a different... So? It, we need to get that monkey off our back, is you know, my view. Not, and, and you're not right, not every... Some, some we're we'll leaving Europe
3: be... soon anyway, so it doesn't oh, exactly,
2: matter. Exactly, that's true. Stephen, are you... Are you kind of
3: I, of? I, I
1: agree with Lisa. Yeah. I, and that's where we're different from the owners who will view the Champions League as almost validation of, of investing in the club and it will be great PR for them, which is the reason they you know, spend so much money on City. But I think the fans who've experienced so many years of, of struggle and outside the Premier League and battling relegation would take the league every single day of the week.
2: Tony, is it going to be a 3-1 th- 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 against here or are you going to stick with me here? Well, are so
0: we- Wigan in the Champions League? They're not, oh, no. We'll be all right.
2: They're then, not I in think. pot one anyway. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we've got pot one written down here.
0: Old oh, 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 bogey
3: teams, one. Wigan and Liverpool. Oh. <laughs>
0: Personally, yes, it's the league for me. Although, yeah, we should have a, what is it, a, a it, a Champions League exit if we're not careful here. Um, <laughs> I, I would prioritise the league. But that's the other point. We were talking before, why don't teams win the league twice on the run? Because I suspect many of them will be distracted by the Champions League this year. Yes, it would be great to win it. But let's remember the first 35 years of winning nothing were the worst. So let's not be too greedy here when we talk about leagues and the old cup. Any trophy, I'll take it. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, so bring it on this year.
3: And just to clarify, I know we're actually not physically leaving Europe. That's not possible. We're just leaving the EU. Thank you. Thank just you for that. Just needed to clarify but that to be politically correct. Yeah. And just
1: to clarify one thing. Abstemious is the other word.
2: Well, thank you. That's good. This is an edge to, to this is the week's. Just- pro-
1: Entertaining, but informative, informative.
2: Well. That's that's the That's the uh, vowels in the right order.
0: Is this a podcast or just a minute? I'm a little bit confused now. I'm not sure either. No. I'm
2: losing the will to live here. Uh, with that in mind, uh, one of the things that caught my eye this week is that Manchester City next year are going to be 125 years old. I'm sure you all are aware of that. Uh, but what they're doing to commemorate that is they're coming out with a new kit that they will wear in one game that we will be able to vote on which i just thought was a well it's going to be sky blue and white isn't it you know or is it, it was,
3: just going to be like a patchwork quilt of well, all the that, different types of so kits pretty, so, that I everyone mean, we, wants We often cover
2: kits because it's such an emotive subject and we've all got our favourite kits and Lisa can't wear blue so she never wears blue shoes. It doesn't work with her complexion. Sky or blue. So, <laughs> in, indeed. So she always wears like an away kit or something or a Champions League special shirt. Um, but your, your thoughts and if you had to incorporate something into this kit and even a special badge as well they're saying they're even going home with a new badge as well. Are you, you aware of this Stephen? You've got your finger fairly close to the, the pulse here on all, all things city. Is this news to you or are you aware of this sort of
1: being around yeah it's news I'm, I'm not massively bothered you, as you know I'm I know I love this will come to you first kit. Um, <laughs> you and Kit we'll, we'll wear a new kit
3: for one game <laughs> for one game, She's a bit weird
1: sell it off and hopefully raise money for charity tremendous no Gallagher's face on it.
2: You know, th- th- our engineers getting involved. This is the second time <laughs> you have got involved in this show. He did tell you, us Valencia was the other did, Spanish. To be fair, so, so, so this is Michael with a Scottish accent who who is now getting involved. <laughs> Michael, welcome to the show. Yeah. Uh, and which team? did You just remind everybody the team okay. is. You're a Watford. So you're, Troy, you're a Troy Dini man, are you? Yeah,
0: You'd beat anyone in the league. That's for sure. Yeah,
2: you just keep pressing those buttons, Michael. Thank you very much indeed. So, at least back to the important stuff. Um, Lisa, um, this kit, uh, any any preferences?
3: No, <laughs> I, I, I'm just—I'm really struggling to. I mean, like you said, it's going to be blue. It's going to be sky blue. I would have thought. I'm sure people will get a bit overexcited about whether there's a button on the collar and are what's you excited, on the sleeve. Oh, I am I? You seem to
1: want to generate I this do. conversation. Well, I just, I
3: are just, you going to enter- How are you feeling? I'm f- I'm feeling are you going good. to enter a design you should enter a design do. i
2: have a view on what it is i love kits i think i get excited about kits would you go for sky blue and white uh, definitely sky blue and white so if you had a badge what would the badge be well it's really interesting because i think we've now gone full circle because we've we had kind of the old-fashioned manchester badge didn't we in the in the sort of fifth of like the 56 cup final the 69 cup final had the whole of the manchester crest then we've been through the, the that old jacket that you're wearing now that horrible one with the with the eagle and the three stars and so on. There's that one. We've now come back to the proper badge. So there's there's, there's, there's I'd love to have the debate. Clearly not with you three because you're not vaguely interested. Maybe Michael. Maybe I'll have it with Michael when the show's finished. But Tony, help help me here because these two couldn't care less. You're more a kit man. Well,
0: well I'm not sure about that. But um, I would I would love I I love the old black and white stripes. Sorry, black and Black and red stripes. That's New, you're it? thinking yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> convinced. Yes, red and black. Yeah and, yeah, and we've got to have the Gillingham kit in there, haven't we? A bit of bit of fluorescent yellow as well. So well, that's mix all, it that, all up. That's
2: in the second team. That's in the yeah. away strip now, isn't Maybe it? Maybe the
3: there? front can be one shirt and the back yeah. can be another one. Yeah, this is. I mean, what really? really me, changing the world here
2: Stephen's glazing over. We need to go. We're talking kits. He's not happy. Michael's getting far too involved for me as well. So we need to go. It's been an absolute joy and a pleasure. A thank you to my four guests. To Stephen <laughs> Alwise, to Lisa Rabinowitz, to Tony Nugrosh and to Michael, our engineer. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all very soon.
1: To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Man City
2: show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: Sports
1: social podcast network.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.